0: Hey, do I have an episode for you? Today we're talking about the centers of intelligence and why even if you are not interested in the Enneagram or not interested in studying the brain and neuroscience, why understanding your body and your heart and your mind and your thinking and your feeling and your gut is so important. So listen in and let's find out, let's discover what can we do now to understand how our body works together, to understand how our instincts and our feelings and our thoughts can actually work together to make really wise decisions and really decisions that will help move us forward. Listen in. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse or even a child, Loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, welcome back to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. My name is Tammy and I'm your host. And I'm going to dive in today a little bit more to the neuroscience and the Enneagram. I got such a like positive response about last week's episode. I wanted to give you a little bit more information on why, even if you're not into the Enneagram or neuroscience, why this, this is something that you should be aware of. So this information today is something that you can take and you can put into action like right after this, uh, this episode, like as you're thinking about it, I want you to consider it in your own mind, in your own body, in your own feelings. Like, how does this come across in your everyday thinking, your feeling and your instincts? Um, so first I wanted to share a quote from Martha, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Because I, I, I found it, and it just resonated with me. Um, It says, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. So when you're on this journey of self-discovery, personal development, just growing, like even on this journey to become more like Jesus, the one thing we cannot do is stay stuck or stay where we are. And one of the things, you know, we talk about Um, A body in motion stays in motion and a body at rest stays at rest. But did you know that there's more to that, that the body at rest, it will end up going backwards and the body in motion will go continue and eventually get to its destination. It may circle around, but as long as it keeps going, it'll get to the destination. And so while you're on this journey and wherever, if you're just starting out or if you've been this, you know, studying how you think for a while just don't give up like take that don't feel guilty about where you are or what you've done or haven't done but just remember like if you can't fly run if you can't run then walk If you can't walk then crawl but just stay moving forward and with this like this what i want to talk about today kind of gives you that just a simple way to start moving forward or to continue to move forward because the more we understand our thoughts, our brain loves clarity. It likes to understand things. It makes it, it simplifies things when we understand what's going on. And so let's just talk about the triads today. We're gonna talk about the three centers of being and know that no matter what number you are, because your intention here, initially, if you are an Enneagram fan, you're gonna be like, oh, I'm an Enneagram too. Let me think of the, um, the heart triad, but what I want you to really think of is the fact that you have, your whole being, you have all of these centers. One thing that the, the instinct or the triad that we're in, that's the one that shows up first. So let's talk about them in general, and then we'll dive in and I'll explain why it's important that we are familiar with all of these. Because, so let's start with five, six, and seven. This is the head thinking triad this is the cognitive the you look at the way of life and you process through it it is if you are if you're going to change something it's typically you're thinking it through and you're like you're getting that to where well it's you're you're deciphering it you're deciphering it what does it mean what is the correct way What makes sense? Um, Where is the security? Um, Some of the things is, you know, that security, that being seen, fear and anxiety. If you suffer, well, we all suffer from fear and some anxiety, but recognize that those are our thoughts that are causing those. I mentioned before that our brain does not know the difference between an emotional threat and a physical threat. So that's where this is this comes into play: is fear and anxiety is treated like a physical threat, but it's all our thoughts, how we choose to see something, like public speaking, or putting yourself out there, um, or you know doing something that you have never done before. That head triad is going to try to process it to the point where it takes away the fear and anxiety, when in actuality. If you don't bring in the other senses, what it could do is just elevate that, escalate to the point of paraly- being paralyzed. And so with that, like you you filter through your mental or cognitive center of intelligence. Now the goal is to minimize fear, um, reduce emotion, um, gain a sense of certainty. How is this working? Okay, this chair, I understand how chairs work, process that, okay, I can sit there. If it's three legs, all of a sudden you process, you're like, oh, that does not work. And so you that that need that sense of security. Why isn't it working? Oh, it's a missing a leg. Let me just see and pick the one that's four legs. That's simple. But that, you know what I'm talking about. So the goal is also, you know, with with your head, it's when you plan, you organize, you analyze, you prepare, you imagine, like plan it out and and so if we figure out the world and anticipate what's good to come then we can have security we know then we can have that security and we can we can keep moving forward so we follow a set of understood or unspoken rules and the rules of these the world we assess risk through cognitive um, thinking and you do, and if they and if you don't experience things, like you're trying to limit that experience of, you, you wanna know the experience before you experience it, if that makes sense. Um, so there's anxiety, fear, wariness, um, doubt. And we it, through the head, you want that sense of security and safety, which is one of the three main things that are, are, we're looking for is that safety. So now we're on to the heart and the feeling. So these are the individuals, two, three, four, that filter emotion through, filter life through the emotional intelligence. They feel first, think and, and have that instinct later, but they're in tune with moods, feelings, the feeling state of others. They depend on others more for recognition and approval and admiration. It helps helps you fulfill the need for feeling worthy and loved this is where like empathy and understanding and compassion come from the the feeling triad the heart um center and they get love uh, affection bonding attachment um approval and without without this without engaging in this heart and, and feeling center, then you get sadness, shame, you get longing. And one of the things is, you know, a lot of times a lot of the numbers avoid this, which is why that they feel the sadness, the shame, the longing is because that's a, this feeling center speaks directly to that. So the final one is the, the body or the gut instinct, like the eight nines and ones. And there's a sense of body movement here in the present. They're very aware of their body in the present moment, in their space, the physical and somatic sensations. And it's, you know, they're the people who say, you know, I just have a gut feeling about this, or my gut is telling me something different. And they devise strategies to get what they want or to minimize discomfort based on the physical or somatic things that are going on in their body. They sense the world somatically and and, um, physically versus emotion or thinking. So they're gonna like have that gut reaction before they think it through or before they feel. And when they're truly grounded in the time, space, and spirit, there's healthy boundaries. They can use the understanding of their body to make loving connections and to make healthy connections with others. And then there's protection, there's worthiness, there's um, personal power, there's uh, respect, and then taking action. This gut center typically knows the energy that's needed in order to act, in order to go for it. And the thing is, is that a lot of these individuals, and this is where this is where I fall typically as well, is if my if I don't have a a gut understanding. Then I want more information. If I don't have a gut feeling one way or another, then I am searching for okay, how does this make me feel like instincts versus feeling as an emotion? If that like clears it up for you. But we need all of these centers. And you are a whole being. So when you feel like you're out of alignment, out of balance, when you feel like you're not at one with your yourself, chances are you're allowing one or two of these centers to take over. So with this, you have to intentionally, it's intentionally bring in the other centers, whatever Enneagram you're, you are or whatever, like sit back and think about it. Do you think things through? Do you feel it? Do you have that feeling of like you connect through the feelings and emotional intelligence Or do you have that gut instinct when, you know, instantly? And then when you notice that, take a breath, take a beat and invite the other two centers in to the decision-making. Don't rely on one center alone because one center is not going to be correct all the time. It may have, you may have honed it and it may have served you well. Me, Chessie, my gut has served me well. There's also opportunities and relationships that I've missed out because the gut feeling was so strong that I, and I did not invite, because I was, I was worried about protection or keeping that emotional, that like emotional disconnect. Like I wanted the grounding I wanted. And so that, and that personal power that I missed out on an opportunity simply because I did not allow allow myself to explore the feeling side. Okay, how do I feel about this? How am I emotionally connected to this task or this person? Or thinking it through, if I invite my thoughts to cognitive and be like, okay, it will take more energy than I have. However, I can see if if I think it through, it actually is going to put me in a better place. It's going to push my goals further because I can see how taking this risk based on my, the thought pattern, the things that I know. And so you see when you take the time, which one do you bring in first and then intentionally invite the other two centers in intentionally bring in those that understanding of, you know, when you are, when you're a thinking person, when you think things through first, don't discredit that gut feeling because it's there whether you have honed it in or not or paid attention to it so you may filter first through that that cognitive center but then what is my then ask yourself okay how do I feel about this decision and it sometimes it may take a while you may have to sit there and really like ask yourself well am I happy about it am I sad about it am I excited am I nervous am I nervous sighted like, what is, you know, allow yourself instead of just focused on the thinking it through. You want to bring in the other instincts. So then if you're thinking it through and you're like, well, "Okay, you now how would I feel about it. Okay. So what is my gut saying? And they're talking about like the gut brain. The, the science is showing that. Um, you have a whole nother brain going on in your gut, the the chemicals that are created. And did you know that the chemicals that are in your brain, a lot of them are created in your gut, which is also another reason why diet is so important. And I'm not going to get on that band, like go on that string or that rabbit trail. But one of these days I will talk more about that because it's so important that you understand how your body works in order to develop and to understand and to have that personal growth because we are not just what we think. We are what we feel and we're what we, we, there are instincts as well. God created that so that way we have a bigger picture. We can ask ourselves when we're going through something, like if you're a feeling person and you are, you know, you wear your heart on your sleeve and you have that empathy and that understanding and compassion, but sometimes that gets you in trouble sometimes your gut which you're ignoring is saying danger saying don't give this person this activity this something some of your emotional energy or thinking it through do i need to be in this relationship and sometimes it's no even though they make you feel good they they there's something there that's your your body is saying warning. And so listen to your different centers. And I'm not saying that your gut is always right or your head's always right or your heart is always right. Like all of them um, are can be right or wrong, but it's based on the the filters. And there may be two centers of the three that are saying mayday. But that one, you know, you're and you may go through as a hard person and you may look at the risks through your instincts and through your thinking and like, OK, no, this is worth it. But now you have that better understanding. You understand what's going on in your body and in your mind. So the same with the gut is you have this gut instinct. However, your your heart is telling you that to put down protection a little bit and go for it or your brain is saying, okay, there is evidence here that this is going to work out. You may not have to, you may have to find the energy or it may not have the protection you're looking for. However, it's worth our effort to try. And so this is why when you're looking at personal development and you want something so to change and you want to keep moving forward, because we don't want to stay stuck or stay stagnant or paralyzed. We want to move. When we take those steps and we just simply invite all three of our centers of intelligence into a decision, into a thought, into the process, we invite it to become, look at it as a whole person instead of just one, our, our natural instinct, our natural thought, our natural feeling it allows us to bring in more evidence. It slows the process down and allows us to actually, like our body, mind, soul, to catch up to what our brain's actually doing. It brings more of the consciousness and the prefrontal cortex, and doesn't completely rely on that limbic and that unconscious thought. Because even our heart and our gut feelings can run on the subconscious because it's what it always happens. It's our natural, it's running on automation. And once it's an automation, we have to physically, we have to intentionally get it out of there. We have to intentionally notice, we have to intentionally change. And so how to do this is just by asking yourself, giving yourself space, get in the habit of when you are, when there's something that you normally do, like ask yourself, Hey, what do I think about it? What do I feel about it? What is my gut telling me? And try something different just to mix it up. Because if nothing changes, nothing ever changes. And if you show your, your your thoughts that you can make changes, all these other things that you want to explore become possible. All these other things you want to do become possible. The other, and I won't go too much into this, but if you grew up in a traumatic household, you had a traumatic experiences growing up, you one of your instincts, one of your centers of intelligence, may be more mature or developed than the others. So this is an opportunity to, even though it wasn't your fault, it's now your responsibility. It's now you are able to make those changes. So you can actually like take the steps to mature those and not just depend on what you've always been depending on. Because if nothing changes, nothing ever changes. We can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different results. We can't stay right where we are and live a life of freedom and peace and love. We can't live life to our fullest. We can't have this amazing life and stay right where we are. Even if you like where you are, it will not stay that way if you don't continue to grow. So friend, I have a group opening up in early February. We are just wrapping up round one and to tell you the like the transformations that have happened in this group, I'm going to have them. I'm going to have the the amazing ladies talk a little bit about that. Some of the changes that they've experienced, some of the things that they've, they have come across in this short 12 weeks, it is easy. To make changes when you do them intentionally. There's simple steps you can take that, they're, they're simple and we walk through them together. And it's a process that takes you from to discover, to discover who you are. So if you're interested in getting in this group, if you want weekly coaching with a group of women who are going to also say yes to themselves. The power of being in the room, the power of being with people, with women who are all growing and are willing to say, this is really hard, but I'm doing it anyway. It, magical things happen. So look out for an email. I'm about to start because I'm about to open the doors for that. Don't let time pass. Don't let, time's our most precious resource. Don't keep doing and fall into the same traps over and over simply because you don't have the support or the guidance to get that lasting change. Come be part of my Discovery You group and let's talk, let's see what becomes possible. And it's amazing what can become possible when you allow it to. So with that, I hope you have a wonderful week and friend choose joy until joy chooses you.